Hey, it's Will live right now. We're doing a recap show for Kings of Coliseum uh, that just took place. We just watched it live with some of our friends in the uh, chat. And uh, wow, I there was a lot to to like in that show. And then that ending, I'm not sure I was a fan of. So let's go ahead and, and jump in and talk about it. Will, how would you feel about what you just saw? Or do you, should we go overall and work our way through it? I don't even know what to do here. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a little taken aback too. We're 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 uh, doing this like immediately after the show ended, and if you watch the show, uh, it was a very abrupt ending. Uh, I was actually looking at my phone because I was looking up some stuff, and uh, then the screen just went off. So I'm not even sure what happened. Um, so I think that was a little questionable. Overall, the show was good. We got some good matches, a nice solid. Uh, hour of pro wrestling, uh, some title matches and things like that. So uh, overall, it was an enjoyable show. Well, if you're new here, this is this is pro wrestling. We are at TIPW pod everywhere. If you're brand new, we hope that you will go ahead and click on subscribe. We're going to talk about a little bit uh, briefly here. We know AEW is coming up. You guys have a uh, uh, NXT and Dynamite to watch. So you want to jump over there so we don't blame you we get it uh but if you just watched mlw kings of coliseum like we did we're just going to talk about it briefly so we'd love for you to jump in the chat here and let us know what you thought um so i guess we'll just run through this thing and talk about each part of it and work our way up the uh vaude eric started us off going up against the dirty blondes and uh this match was fun it went all over the place and even even outside the uh, nightclub, using stools and everything, the Von Erics look awesome. Dirty Blondes look like yeah. a classic uh, old NWA tag team or something. And uh, anyway, the Von Erics retained after a big claw and then the slam. Uh, so, what'd you think about that one, Will? I thought it was great. I, I'm a huge, uh, you know, obviously tag team wrestling fan. Uh, so I was excited to see a, a tag team title match on the card. Um, it did feel short. And we talked about that as we were watching it. It just, I think it felt short because they were in and out of the ring. And, you know, when, when a match spills to the outside, which in this bunkhouse match uh, is, is legal, obviously, um, it feels like it's going to be a longer match. So I think because it was all over the place, it felt shorter than it really was. I think it was about like seven or eight minutes. Um, so, I mean, it was still a pretty substantial match, but, you know, Von Eric's coming out with the win and um, just another reminder, you know, that I'd love to see the Von Eric's in NWA on, on power, man. I feel like those guys would fit right in. Same thing with the dirty blondes. I mean, I didn't admittedly didn't get to see them enough to really formulate an opinion, about them, but um, you know, that's two tag teams that I really feel like not to make everything about the NWA, but if you listen and, and watch us, you know that that's kind of our, our first love. So uh yeah, that's that's what what I think. And I think those are two great classic tag teams and it's a good match. Yeah, it went by really quickly, uh just uh fast paced match. So uh very, very cool, like those guys. Then we uh got our promos from Leo Rush and Myron Reed, which was cool. Uh, despite not being like, I would say, the heaviest build match, although it was up there, uh, this one seemed to get the most time on the show, I would say. Yeah. Um, before we went there, we did get the top 10, Will, and uh, we were talking about that during the show. We like the top 10 concept. PWI yeah. even uh, incorporated in there, and it's like the PWI MLW top 10. 
And uh, I forgot to write down everybody. I got like number seven was ACH, then Richard Holiday, Myron Reed at five, L.A. Park, Loki, then Tom Lawler, then Hammerstone was your rankings. But just a just a cool concept to have those rankings, I think. Yeah, I like that. I like the uh, tie-in with PWI as well. I mean, that's if you're a wrestling fan, you know, there, there's a lot of, uh, you know, whether you like PWI or not or think it's like a credible uh, source in 2021 for wrestling news when you've got the internet. But uh, it's just a classic throwback for me of of that journalistic tie-in of, of rankings. And we talk about it all the time. I mean, we're, we're, we're kind of sick and rob on you know, building some kind of ranking system for us, like a universal ranking uh, system where we can, you know, kind of have our own top 10 list, maybe of cross promotional guys. So I like that they do that. I think that's a cool touch. And, um, you know, I, I guess, is it a consistent thing? I don't watch it uh, regularly enough to know if that's like every week they do a top 10 or is it every pay-per-view or uh, I don't know if you know. Uh, you know, I don't know. Um, I, well, actually the the top 10, I feel like, I saw it last week too, so maybe it is an every week thing they do. That. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, Calvin Calvin Tankman. Uh, oh he yeah, was he was there. That was the standout for me. That's one guy that I've got my eye on uh, in MLW. But uh, yeah, Hammerstone with that number one spot, and Gary Gary was popping for that. So that was that was pretty cool. Hammerstone. No, love Hammerstone. Like I said uh, earlier, he is uh, he's giving off Hogan vibes without the racism. So love that. Love that, about That's, that should be his. Hopefully he'll make that his Twitter bio. <laughs> probably. Probably will. Uh, hopefully so, he'll give you credit for it. <laughs> then we got Leo Rush versus Myron Reed. Will, this match blew me away. I, did, I don't know what I expected, but uh, these two guys took it to each other for that middleweight title. Leo Rush hitting the frog splash at the end and getting the one, two, three and becoming the brand new MLW middleweight champion. How'd you feel about that one? Uh, it was cool, man. And you, you mentioned earlier, uh, you know, this match getting the most time. I do think that uh, strategically they were doing that because, you know, Leo is a, a former WWE guy. And so thinking, you know, I'm a marketer marketing guy. So if you're thinking marketing, uh, you're thinking who's going to, who's, you know, who's going to put butts in seats or eyeballs on screens uh, and it's going to be somebody like Leo Rush just because he's got that that recognizable that recognizability um, in from mainstream wrestling. So I mean, if you noticed, even on YouTube, I noticed like in the title they listed Leo Rush first. So they it said MLW Kings of Coliseum uh, had a line. And it said Leo Rush versus Myron Reed, Hammerstone versus yeah. So I think it was definitely intentional to give those guys the spotlight um, and let them let them shine. And I think they did. Um, my one my one criticism, you know, first of all, congrats to Leo Rush. That's awesome. You make your debut. You win some gold. Not a bad way to, to break into a promotion. Um, but my my one kind of beef with this match is the the lead up to the finish. So we saw a pretty devastating move from the apron to the outside on Leo rush. Um, what was that? It was, it looked like it was a, like a cutter. Yeah. Like yeah, he like went a, over the cutter top. stunner type uh, thing and to the bare floor from the apron. Um, and it was a big deal. And I mean, the, the commentary was selling it. We were selling it. We were just like, Oh my gosh. And then uh, 
you know, he tossed Leo back in the ring, tried to pin him uh, or tried to do a, a move off the top rope in the corner. And Leo rolled out quickly. And then Leo went on the attack and ended up winning it with the frog splash. And it's just one of those things. And, you know, this is just our, our style, our history with wrestling, uh, that kind of no sell of a big move like that, where the big move is done. And, and like, honestly, you should be knocked out, you know, like that should have been it, but he immediately gets back up and, and, you know, reverses stuff and goes on the, the offense and wins the match. So that would be my only criticism. But again, you know, it's 2021 things have changed and, uh, that's a lot more common than it used to be. Um, so, you know, again, congrats to Leo Rush. I think that that's a cool debut and it's cool to see him back in the ring, um, and, you know, doing what he loves. He's good at it. So. Yeah, we saw him briefly on uh primetime live. If you guys watched UW and primetime live, he was on there, but, uh, yeah, man. I mean, it is, you know, when you said it, it stood out to me, you and, uh, James Lawrence in the chat, obviously, um, talking about that and i you know it just i guess i'm desensitized to it it didn't even stand out to me right away i was just like yeah. oh cool move but you're right i mean it should have like that would have been a uh, it's it's funny because i was watching raw the other day and uh from this past monday and i was just thinking how when randy orton he was facing like jeff hardy and he did the uh that second rope where he drags him through and does the ddt and i was like mm-hmm devastating move that looks like like that should be the end of a match yeah. it's not. and it's funny that i was thinking of it then and didn't even think about it with that cutter for some reason but anyway uh very good match though i did i did like both of them the back and forth a lot of wrestling i just didn't i guess i just didn't expect that much like ground wrestling and stuff uh but you know whatever that's uh good for them they should they got it yeah so uh you know, just to offer a, a, a counter suggestion, counter proposal. If you're going to do a spot like that, you know, I love that, but make it further from the finish. You know what I mean? Like, don't put it right up against the finish like it was. Put it in the middle of the match and tell a story where both of them are kind of recovering from such a devastating move that, you know, then it's believable when Leo Rush suddenly gets a burst of energy. But, yeah, it's just to me, it's just wrestling 101, and it's something that's not observed a lot these days, unfortunately, and just a criticism. But uh, yeah, it's a great match. James Lawrence asked, saying in the chat, he's uh, PWI has to accept the NWA World Championship as a world title before I will acknowledge them. So there, his uh, feet are firmly planted. Uh, yeah, <laughs> good point. <laughs> Wouldn't expect any less from James Lawrence, but uh, yeah. moving along here, I see Easy Shippenden in the uh, chat too asking what happened. Jordan Oliver versus Simon Gotch didn't even happen. Well, it's funny you ask because that's where we're at right now in the review. Uh, so Leo uh, wins that match, and then we get some announcements from Selena De La Renta. She's going to run a show next week, is what they said, and she's uh, making a match with uh, Los Parks versus the Vod Eriks for the tag team titles. That's next week. The week after that, they're having a match with ACH and Jacob Fatu. I assume that's a world title match. So uh, two back-to-back uh, title weeks. So that's going to be fun. And uh, But anyway, Myron Reed is getting interviewed in the back, and uh, Jordan Oliver is with him, of course. And then Contra Unit just jumps the both of them and beats the hell out of them and uh, drapes a flag over them. So I guess that uh, that is what happened with Jordan Oliver and Simon Gotch and just uh, Jordan Oliver was unable to proceed to the match. 
Um, well, here's my thing. Didn't they add that match last minute though? Like, wasn't that? Uh, I think the 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 last just like, episode of. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it's like I don't know. It's like why even add it if you're gonna take it away? Don't give it. Don't promise it and then take it away from us, man. You know. Well, but, that's a that's a that almost feels like the story of the night in some ways, like a. a these last two uh but yeah i'm with you i I generally do not agree with uh booking something you're not going to provide that doesn't that doesn't make a lot of sense to me don't advertise something that's not going to happen um and then so that leads us into alex hammerstone alexander hammerstone versus uh mads kruger hammerstone and these guys started off great, right? They just like went straight out. Hammerstall just nailing him with the belt, and then they just start going at it. Now, there was uh, some backstory here where Mads Kruger had attacked Hammerstall previously, so there's obviously some anger going on there and aggression. Uh, but the long and short of this one is they just wrestled around, and the referee couldn't keep control. They went outside, went all over the place, and went up the stairs, and they just threw the match, and that was it. Uh, I, I, I didn't catch exactly how long it was, but it had to be like five or six minutes. It feels like, and yeah. uh, well, and it ended early. I mean, I guess like it's streaming, so they don't have like a time limit. They can, I mean, you can, you can put whatever you want on YouTube for as long as you want. But it just, I mean, it, but it was even like five till eight here, so you know they didn't even go a full hour. So I mean. It is what it is. Maybe they're they're looking to tell a longer term story, but I feel like if that's what you're going to do, you know, you can toss that Simon Gotch match back in there, uh, or or something. You know, like you can you can fill that five minutes, or you can give us a finish. I don't know. Not don't put it at the end because um, it just it was very it was very jarring because we we jump on and start this recap and it's like my head's still spinning because I was in, I was in beef castle land <laughs> and, then, and then it was just taken from me. So well, the interesting part is you guys, uh, you were, you were in a conversation that was going on in the chat too, just about uh, just non finishes to matches, ironically enough uh, at, at the time that this happened. And so, yeah, I, w- I was looking up some statistics about AEW because I had just had the realization that I couldn't really remember any DQ finishes or non finishes besides like a couple of, of time limit draws. And so as I'm looking that up and then I find it and I'm talking about it and then I notice my TV goes black and I was like, so I, I didn't even like see the context for it. Cause I assumed like we had another five minutes and I had time to look something up and then and get back into the match. But yeah, it was kind of, well, it was kind of jarring. I mean, I just think it, you wouldn't have known except the commentary, like mentioned in the last second, I picked up on it when the, you know, your little copyright symbol pops up down in the bottom left or whatever. And I was like, Oh, this is, this is wrapping up. So interesting. Um, I will say that I was disappointed with that. Um, yeah. Now, do I think it's for longer term storytelling? Yes. Um, yeah. I wish there was a finish to the match, but I kind of thought that going into it, I was wondering, I, that was one of my big discussion points was like, wow, they've built up to this match. This is going to be pretty interesting. Like, how are they going to, how are they going to do this? Because 
I don't think you want to kill Mads Kruger off yet because he's like an unstoppable monster right now. And Hammerstone's the hottest thing going in MLW, it feels like most times. So what do you do here? Are you going to have him drop the open weight championship? I thought they had an out because I thought contra unit, right? Like maybe, maybe they do throw it on Mads Kruger. Maybe they cost him that somebody in the MLW chat even threw in having, um, Contra start to interfere, but then Myron Reed and Jordan Oliver show back up and like get into it with them and mm-hmm. Hammerstone a bit out of that or something, you know, some kind of kerfluffle there at the end. But uh, instead, they just went to the two of them battling it out, and it's cool. I want to see them again. It's just, uh, I don't know when you get the when you get the Simon Gotch Jordan Oliver match thrown out, and then this match ends up in a non finish. Um, I mean, there was only one real. Like, I mean, the Von Erickson Dirty Blondes was fun, but it was also a very quick match that you had. I mean, it was really built around Leo Rush versus Myron Reed, which was a great match. But uh, yeah. just, you know, I don't know. I, I That that took it from up here for me to, to kind of centered, more centered in my feelings of it. And I just don't know. I wonder, I wonder if that's the show that, say, there are a lot of brand new fans to MLW. Is that going to be enough to keep them? And that's that's what I'm curious about. Well, I'll say this because I'm kind of in that boat. I, I've watched a couple episodes of MLW. Uh, you and me and and the good doctor uh, watched an episode when we were hanging out in Grimsley, Tennessee, a couple weeks back, um, and it's it's really enjoyable. It's an enjoyable product. This pay per view, uh, first of all, it was free, streaming literally everywhere. Worth mentioning. Um, great. Which is is like listen, I I will complain about a free meal if it completely sucks, but this was like the equivalent of like that was a good meal. It's just like the last thing I ate just wasn't my favorite thing on on the plate. So I, I think it it I, I wouldn't say that it like pulled me in a level like. I didn't go. I'm not coming out of this like more of an MLW fan, um, but I'm definitely still into MLW and and looking forward to continuing to follow some of these storylines. I think they've built up enough interest. I I mean, I want to see what Leah Rush does next. I want to see uh, more of the Von Erics and the Dirty Blondes. I don't feel like that that book is completely closed because that match was just so, you know, it went from brutal to over very quickly. Um, and then obviously, you know, the finish, if nothing else, it left you wanting more. And so, uh, I'm definitely interested to tune in to see how this, this whole rivalry, uh, turn, you know, with Kruger and Hammerstone turns out. So I think overall, I mean, it, 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 it kept me, you know what I mean? I, I wouldn't say that it pushed me away in any way. Um, but it just, it didn't like make me suddenly a diehard MLW fan. Certainly. That's a, and that's an excellent point, Will. I, I, you know, I try to, I'm trying to be on the positive side of things and I can't believe that even slipped by me, but you, you, you made a great point. This is free. It's a free show for you to watch. Uh, so it's hard to complain too much. It was a, it was a solid show overall, you know, just. Uh, and, and I think they're, I think they're taking a page out of like AEW and, and NXT. Well, 
AEW's playbook that NXT is copying already. Um, but this idea, you know, of, of taking your weekly show and just kind of having a super card, right? So they put three title matches on, uh, they branded it differently. And, and I really like that, this fad that I, I really think AEW kind of started uh, where they'll just, instead of doing a pay-per-view every month, like WWE does, they just, you know, once every six to eight weeks or something, they take a, a regular Wednesday night show and they brand it as a super card, a pay-per-view, you know, it gives you something to look forward to. And uh, so this feels like MLW's attempt at doing something like that. And if that's the way I look at it, then I think it was a really successful show. They gave us three title matches on a, on a one hour show. Um, they pushed some storylines forward and, and left me wanting a little more. So um, yeah, I, I would say it was a success if I look at it that way. I tease that that Mads Kruger Hammerstone match so they can bring bring you back in for a pay per view later if you if you want to see more of those two guys going at it maybe with like no DQ or no count out that kind of thing it actually yeah. makes storyline sense for a match like that to happen now um, so yeah I could see it that way I'm just, I just I do I still wonder if it if it brings new viewers in or not but uh, I'm curious. Um, We'll throw to the chat here for a minute. If you guys want to talk uh, before we wrap this thing up, we know we got uh, big shows on tonight, so we're obviously not going to take up all the time there. Um, a lot of PWI discussion here, but uh, how do you feel about Mad Mad G twenty seven NY talking about uh, they need national TV, just like Ring of Honor and NWA, just regular weekly TV? Um, I don't. Does NWA have national TV? I mean, they're on well, YouTube. I think He's saying uh, oh, oh. they all need that, like Ring gotcha. of Honor, gotcha. NWA, and yeah, yeah, MLW. Sorry, I was just like, I, I, was I, like, I said, I said it a little weird. Uh, um, yeah, no, I, I mean, uh, we talked about this a little bit on on Sunday on the show, but I I don't have TV like traditional TV. I, I have uh, streaming services and a streaming box on all my TVs. And that's how I watch stuff. So for me, I prefer it if it's on YouTube um, or, I mean, that's for wrestling content. That's going to be the primary way I take it in. So that was how I was watching power. Obviously that's how we were all watching power um, or fight TV. So the, the fight TV is how I watch ring of honor YouTube for NWA MLW is weekly on YouTube as well. Um, what else is on YouTube? There's there there's been a few things. I mean, this was on YouTube tonight, but yeah, I mean, I don't really know how much having like a weekly national TV deal would help them. I mean, I, I don't know where they'd go and what they would do with it. I feel like they're gaining enough ground with with YouTube, right? I mean, everybody's got YouTube. If you got a phone, you got YouTube. So that's the most accessible that's platform. That's always how I feel, man, but I, I it never fails. I see that discussion happen, even with like NWA power and stuff. Like I always saw that conversation come up where people would say they need regular TV. Um, yeah. And I, I don't know. I get I mean, yeah. I get it in the sense that uh, get more exposure. I suppose there's no arguing that there's potentially more exposure um, as far as 
like you know, like AEW and NXT, like getting close to a million viewers. Like maybe that's not going to happen on YouTube. Although potentially it could. I mean, it it, it does happen. Uh, but yeah, I, it's an interesting conversation, just because I mean, there's there's definitely been a shift in in trends. But if we are to believe that the ratings are accurate and the viewer counts, which I don't know how they can be like super accurate. Um, but I mean, that's a lot of eyeballs on wrestling on Wednesday nights. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I think, I think it could help them. I think from my perspective, from my point of view, like, like I don't even have TNT, right. I don't have TNT or USA. Same. Uh, so, I mean, I, I, I have my ways of watching, um, but it's like, it's, if it's on YouTube, it's way more accessible to me. So I think, you know, it's there, there's a shift happening and I think MLW is on the right track with all their partnerships and they're, you know, they stream free on, on several different platforms. We joke about it all the time. So uh, if you want to watch it weekly, if you want to watch fusion um, it, it's accessible, but I guess for the, for the crowd that does, you know, still have, have cable uh, if it was, if it came on live on a, on a channel, it might be a little more exciting. I can see that point. Yeah. I was uh, just checking it out just to see um, where we're at as far as like viewership on some of the um, NWA shows. And uh, by far the largest one is still NWA power episode one. And it's like close to like 700,000 views. Um, and, uh, but they're, they're all in six digit territory. All of the episodes of Power, uh, Shockwave episode four is at 103,000 views, and that's within two weeks. So, you know, I mean, YouTube's getting them eyeballs. Uh, yeah. Work. But, uh, yeah, just to be blunt, like as far as watching, uh, I watch it through. I typically am watching, I, I have Hulu, so I watch Raw and SmackDown. When I watch SmackDown, I watch them on Hulu, and I watch. Uh, NXT sometimes there. Sometimes I, I have the network, so I, I'll watch it there if it shows up in time. Um, I don't have TNT, but uh, my father-in-law has cable, and so I use his login to log into the TNT app on Roku. That's what I do, and I watch Dynamite that way. Uh, Tell, but anyway, I'm telling, I'm telling on you. I'm calling, T, I'm calling TNT right now. Call them right now. I'm sure they'll care. And uh, oh, Ted, Ted Turner, please tell him it's hey, it's well. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't own TNT anymore. <laughs> yes. No. I, anyway, I don't know. I don't know how much. I mean, I, I get it. You, you do feel like it gets more exposure. It's obviously in front of more eyeballs. As much as we, I, I cut the cord many years ago. But as far as the rest of the world, I mean, there are still people that just have television. I mean, David Marquez when he's on the show always talks about that getting. Uh, Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. I I watched that on Fight TV. I watched it today. And Ring of Honor on Fight TV. Um, and uh, but he always talks about being on three hundred plus channels, and that means something to them. So that's uh, I mean, it obviously it, it, it does. It it still does. I mean, I, I I'm I'm talking from my perspective. I mean, if you're talking globally and and even just nationally, you know, there's you know millions of people that still watch television. So. It, it would no doubt 
put you in front of of more people and more people would watch it. So yeah, I, I see the point from that from that perspective. Yeah, the um the the one that's a pain in the ass for me, just to be honest, is impact. They drive me crazy. I want to watch them. I'm trying to watch them. I want to get into them and love them um, and have another wrestling show that I like. And they have, like, besides that episode right after Kenny Omega or, like, the first one that Kenny Omega was on, it's been impossible. I, I know I see you, Maggie, in the chat saying that you, you watch them on Access TV, but I don't have Access TV. So my only options are Twitch live apparently. And if you don't watch it live, you can't watch it later. It feels like I just checked it again and it's still not there. So I don't know what you're supposed to do, except impact plus I've been told has them a few days later. So I guess you could do something like that, but then you have to just pay for impact. So that requires a commitment right up front that you're like, I hope I like this. (laughs) Yeah. It's uh, I don't know. I just, it just feels, it feels more difficult to watch than any other show right now. And uh, if, if, if you watch, yeah, I mean, if you watch live on Twitch, which I've done a couple of times, it's it's great. It's a great experience. And uh, I see Mad G in the chat asking what's wrong with Impact. Nothing is wrong with the product. I, every time I've watched it, I've liked it. It's just the accessibility online to it. Because um, to Gary's point, like, it, unless you watch it live, if you don't have cable and you don't have access TV, and you're watching it live and you don't have DVR or anything like that. And you're going and trying to find it after the fact, um, it's not easy to find. Whereas everything else, you know, I mean, MLW is on premieres on YouTube and you can go watch it right after anytime you can, it's easy to go find, um, you know, NWA power was the same way. I mean, so it, it's, it's really just about the accessibility of it. It's nothing's wrong with the product. I actually, when they, uh, you know, crank things back up. What was that? A couple months ago, I got really excited about it. I watched that first episode back and I watched it live and I enjoyed watching it on Twitch, but it's one of those things where it's like, you know, there's so much wrestling that goes on during the week. And like, I don't ever watch ring of honor, like when it premieres on fight TV, I usually watch it the next day or on Wednesday. Um, So it's, it's really just that accessibility to watch when you want that I don't think impact has a handle on yet, but if they can get a handle on it, uh, I feel like I'll be watching a lot more impact. Yeah, sure. Like, like that's, that's basically my point. I, I want to watch impact is the thing. I, I want to see it. I want to, like I'm in a position right now. Like I watched wrestle kingdom this past weekend. Like I've watched raw. I started watching dark. I just watched MLW. I've already watched Riga Vader this week. I'm working from home. So like I'm finally in a position like I can watch all of this stuff. Like I'm like I'm, I'm in. Like show me your wrestling. I want to see. I want to find out and really for myself see which show one I like the most. Yeah, show me your wrestling. That uh, uh, that needs to be a. Sh- I'm jotting that down. I might make a shirt. Check out a uh, check out our online store. We might, you might find a show me your wrestling shirt. Show me your wrestling. You can uh, visit nwafam.com or uh, nwafam.com slash shop there. We have shirts, some really cool shirts, actually. I, I, you're going to get some of those real pro wrestling shirts. Yeah. Oh. We, got some, we got real shirts that say real pro wrestling for all you fans of real pro wrestling, like James Lawrence and the like. And we've got some, uh, some shirts that say history, legacy, tradition, but past, present, future history, legacy, tradition, I think That's is it. your, is your catchphrase. Uh, so yeah, a bunch of cool stuff on there. Go check it out. 
Maggie, I see what you're saying about Twitch on Impact, but that that was actually my point though. Is like you have to watch it live, and then it's not available on demand afterwards. That's that's what I'm saying. Like I didn't see Impact live on Tuesday night, so I've been trying to watch it all day, and it's not there. It's not on Twitch, so I can't see it, and I don't know where I would even go to watch it. And yeah, Craig S brought up earlier that that conversely interesting. It's it's readily available on broadcast television in the UK. Yeah. Uh, and Ring of Honor no longer airs in the UK on broadcast, so you'd have to watch it on Fight or something. But to me, Fight's easy because it's just an app on the Roku. I just click on it and then click on the show I want to watch, and uh, that's just simple. But anyway, uh, one last question before I uh, see if Will has anything else. Um, who who asked me? Rock says asked about McIntyre versus Lee. That was a great match. It legitimately is a good match, and so. Uh, I haven't been able to do the fast count yet for uh, this week, but I will. I will, if assuming I get to do it, I will praise Drew McIntyre versus Keith Lee. It legitimately is a really good match. That ending, I don't know, but uh, the, I like how the I like how the question was directed at you because I think our audience knows that I didn't watch it. <laughs> so just to direct that straight to Gary, direct your WWE question straight to Gary. He's the one that kind of takes one for the team for all of us and keeps up with that. Well, I'll tell you what happens is I get Raw in, but like the uh, SmackDown, you, I, I got to just have some downtime in the weekend where I'm going to watch it, and that, that hasn't been happening, so I've been missing SmackDown. Yeah. NXT and Raw, I get, but uh, anyway, we'll see what happens with this Goldberg thing. But even that, by the way, I'm trying to stay positive. Didn't hate the Goldberg stuff as much as a lot of people seem to online, but right. Will. MLW, anything else on your mind right now before we wrap this thing up? No, it was a fun show. Thanks to everyone for hanging out. Um, I felt like there was something I was going to say uh, or promote or talk about. Oh, join our Discord. Our Discord channel is – our Discord server is growing, um, and it's been really cool. We've got channels in there for uh, pretty much any promotion that that we talk about. Um, so you can hop in there and, and chat about it. We've got a – um, channels for music and books and all that kind of stuff. So we, we've got a growing community of, of wrestling fans who enjoy having intelligent, civil conversations about wrestling uh, because you can't really find that on Twitter anymore uh, because things have gotten so toxic over there. So if you want to be a part of community, there's uh, head on over to our Twitter page at TIPW show and uh, I believe there's a pinned tweet, if it's still there, that uh, will link you to our Discord. So come join us. It's a lot of fun. It is still there. Yeah, definitely check it out. We'd love to have you in there and just talking about wrestling conversations always going on about there's channels for every single brand. So whatever you want to talk about, bring it up. And to show you just how positive we remain and how much of a grudge we don't hold, I will point out that Rock says 79 uh, says, LOL, Gary said on Sunday that he doubted any match on Raw would be worth watching. And so... Hold me to the fire. Yep, hold me to the fire, and I will admit that I was wrong. I, I was wrong. McIntyre versus Keith Lee is a pay-per-view level main event for Raw. It is very good. Clean finish. It's it's a great match. So uh, the two of them brought it. I was very impressed. Bad uh, G, I'm all for MLW. That's a... Uh, it's a great way to wrap this thing up. MLW still staying strong after tonight. We'll see what happens in the weeks to come. Until then, I am at this is Gary Horde. That's hey, it's Will. 
there it is. We thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. We know your other shows are on, so we're going to let you go. Thanks for doing this recap show with us. So it gives our podcast people something to listen to. Follow us at TIPW Show on everything. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel and uh, follow us on the podcast feed stuff too. That That's all good. And tell your friends that like wrestling that we exist because we want more people to listen and watch and grow the, grow the, grow the, the thing, the community. All right. Anyway, till next time, enjoy your gravy cake.